Today on our show, we have so much good food news and other nonsense because this is Get Fed, your go-to resource for food porn and other nonsense, where me and Marcus go ahead and punch you in the face with our amazing knowledge of things that don't matter. As always, I'm Zach Easter, and across from me <laughs> is Marcus Bradley Donovan, the pasteurized chef himself. Uh, Marcus, how are you today? I'm alive. You're alive? I am alive today. Uh, why Why does that matter? Well, it matters because when I get off, I'll be really brief. So when I got off work last night, and this is kind of fucked up when you think about this. Um, I'm leaving work, driving home. I have a fast car. I'm driving fast. All of a sudden, this car flies up on me. I look over. I have a black car. He has, this person had a white car. All of a sudden, I see this person starts losing control. I watch him. Almost hit me, so I just gun it because I'm thinking, fuck, they're going to get a crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. See them hit the side of the medium around Malcolm X on 295. Uh-huh. Kind of explode. Um, things went flying. I don't know if it was a body or tires or what the fuck I saw. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, that car was hit me because I actually had to swerve out of the way. Marcus, you are James Bond now. You that are, was, it was exciting, you, actually. You are Batman. Like, that, like it was weird. That is, that is your life. Like, it was weird. You're going to be chasing that thrill for the rest uh. of your life like a like a fucking heroin addict. Like, it freaked me out like, at give first. Give it to me. Oh. Give it to me. Th- and the first time I told, I had to call a friend. Like, I, first I called 911. I'm like, I don't know, but I think I just saw a car accident and all that shit. So they actually called me back like 10 minutes later. It's like, so did you see somebody get out of the car? I'm like, no. She's like, well, they're look- they found the car, but they're looking for the body or if there's somebody in there. I'm like, well, I was like, I'm not a scientist or anything with like, you know, fucking speed hits wall type thing. I was like, Guarantee he was probably going 70, 80 because I was going 75, 80. I was like, he's probably not in the car. <laughs> like, he probably got ejected, ejaculated, whatever. He got ejaculated? <laughs> That's why he was driving so fast. Oh, just like pedal to the metal. But it was freaky because he like flew up on like, holy shit. Like, I saw him coming from my back and all of a sudden he was next to me. So I'm like looking at him the whole time. And then I, you just see the car like going back and forth, like losing control. I'm like, oh fuck! So I just gunned it. You had like a legit too fast, too furious moment. That was, That's like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! You're sitting, you're sitting in the car looking over, just like family. Like that's <laughs> you know the funniest part. Doing your shittiest Vin Diesel impression. That's awesome. That is awesome. I was actually, I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna drive the city. Fuck this! I'm gonna gun it. I fucking cranked on. For some reason, Kanye West Jesus Walks was on. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. Jesus Walks. And then I watched somebody fucking blow up with Jesus Walks playing that background. I'm like, was that real life? Did that just fucking happen? Homie, you're John Wick, dog. Like, you are John Wicking it. That's uh, amazing. So I turned back around, came around. There was like fucking eight fucking cop cars and ambulances. Well, I don't know why. And fucking fire trucks. I'm like, oh. So I took some pictures. Because it was dope. <laughs> but yeah, but then it made me really think, oh shit, that dude could have hit me. Like, he was inches from my car. Like. You were you actual garbage. <laughs> I, went, I went back there with my phone so I could take some pictures Hell of yeah. the car crash. I wanted to see the body. <laughs> see it plastered on the wall and I want to see that there car crash. Uh, it wasn't, it was, it was weird, man. So, yeah. Martha, bring out the Polaroid. Gonna take pictures <laughs> of that there car crash. They sell Polaroids still, you know that? Yeah, I know they sell Polaroids. <laughs> I'm yeah. like the the biggest proponent of Polaroid cameras in the world. Uh, if if I had a ton of disposable income, I owe <laughs> I'd be buying disposable cameras. Oh, uh, like every every week. That's fun. I like having the the actual thing in in my hand. 
Snapping around. Yeah. Come on. So yeah. So uh, when you texted me last night, that's the shit I was going through. <laughs> like, oh. Well, I'm. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're alive. Me too. But also, part of me is upset that there's <laughs> that nothing happened. <laughs> that no, that there's another person out there in the world that looks like they'd feel at home in a Slipknot concert. So, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that person acts that they do live. We'll probably have to wear a mask like Slipknot. Yeah, you're letting your hair grow out a little bit more. I'm going to bring it back. I'm bringing you're, it back. You're going to taper it back. I'm a bringing bit? it back. I'm going to do a comb over. It's okay. a comb over time. I've had a bald head for fucking six months. I'm kind of over this shit. Listen. I have the best comb over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, my hair. It's real. That's so full of shit. Um, so how are you? Are you alive? Uh, I'm alive. Right. Um, I've been having kind of like a, a hard week mentally and emotionally, uh, which I won't really go into too much detail because I don't want this to be a downer uh, of an episode. But um, I'm alive. I have my health. Um, I have a wonderful partner who supports me emotionally. Um, I'm about to be going to the beach for a week. Good for you. Um, which beach are you going to? Uh, I will be somewhere in the Outer Banks. Uh, I, I don't know exactly no. which town. Beautiful or down there. Um, the only downside to that, I love my family. Uh, my family. Family. I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> my family. My, I love my family. Yeah, you, um, you a are. lot. But now there's like 24 of us Holy that go to a house shit. each week. So it's going to be very hectic, and some of the people even have uh, young kids. Uh, so, like, one cousin kid. has, like, twins that are, I think, two years old. Her oldest is five, and her second oldest is, like, four. She's a spitting out kid. And then um, my other cousin has uh, two young kids, too. One of them is five. The other one is uh-uh. three. See, I'd be skipping. So there's, like, there's, there's going to be kids everywhere, and that's, like, the one thing that's going to, like... That fucks up my whole vacation. Yeah, and... I, I love them all to death, but it's like I'm here to chill. Dude. How long are you there for? A week. Uh, this is not so I have horrible. a gig. I have a gig this Saturday, um, which by the time this episode comes out will have passed. So there's Sweet. no no point in really like talking about that. Um, but <laughs> uh, I have a gig on Saturday, and then um, I think the day that this episode comes out, I will be driving down um, to uh, the Outer Banks uh, uh, for a week. So. That's that. I have no <laughs> idea what that <laughs> was. Um, this is another episode where you're going to be hearing the air conditioner in the background. And fuck you, take a, deal with it. Yeah, we're having a, a bit of a heat wave here in D.C. It's supposed um, to end on Tuesday, fuckers. Y- yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was very temperate. Um, yeah. It was nice. Today, the heat started to, like... It came back. Uh, go, <laughs> go back up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's like this podcast studio is it's very tight. It's very warm. So it's very you know. not homey. Yeah, um, plants or something shit in there. Anyway, uh, we got some wonderful food news for this week. Wonderful. Um, I'm very excited to talk about uh, some of this stuff. Uh, the first item, pretzel chain Ani Ann's has announced that they will be letting the people decide the next flavored pretzel they will start having at their stores. The ten flavor options available to vote on via their Pretzel Nation Creation promo were narrowed down after over 1,200 submissions were made to the popular mall food court staple. Some of the flavors include dill pickle, sriracha, apple pie, and pink lemonade. Marcus, how do you feel about this? Some of these flavors are weird. They're, they're kind of bizarre. The pink, pink lemonade. <laughs> the pink lemonade threw me for a loop um, in a big bad way. Yeah. I don't understand how you can make a pink lemonade flavored pretzel. 
I, um, I mean, they make the pink lemonade. You take the powder from the pink lemonade and just mix it into your baker. I mean this in the nicest way possible. Wetzel's Pretzels is the place where, like, the cool people go. <laughs> and Annie Ann's is the place where, like... My the, mom goes... Or, like, for lack of a better word, the, the kind of, like, trashy people go. Like, the people that are just, like, you know, like, asking for, like, extra dipping sauces and shit like that. Like, it, it's, like... So I can under- dance for the ranch dressing. I can understand. I can understand why these are ranch dressing people. <laughs> I can understand why the pink lemonade would have an appeal to some of these people. Might as well have a Mountain um, Dew flavor for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, like some of these flavors uh, sound pretty good. Like I think dill pickle would be interesting. I've been eating the shit out of dill pickle chips. Like, yeah. Like, like really. Um, and like everyone knows how I feel about sriracha. Like, I think it's kind of hella overrated, so I see no reason to have a sriracha flavor. Uh, what what other flavors kind of uh, struck you as interesting? Uh, well, first of all, pink lemonade I think is fucking horrible. Sriracha, I agree with you on that one. Um, the maple brown sugar, I just, it's the cinnamon sugar one. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, the, the maple brown sugar, I'm all about. Uh, the apple pie, because I fucking love apple pie ch- to chocolate cherry. So the sweet ones I did, the s'mores would be awesome. Um... I just want to see how they do this, but like the Korean barbecue, the fucking like the ta- what is this obsession with tacos? A Korean barbecue all of a sudden listen, over the past year and a half, two years. Listen, I've I've been a, a, a proponent of Korean barbecue for quite some time. It's the shit. It's all. Awesome. It's love great. It. Um, the the spice profile on Korean barbecue is is something that a lot of white people. I'll just say it. White people are starting to discover Korean barbecue. Yeah. Um. In mass, like not that white people didn't already know about it, but now it's gotten to the point where like white people on the weekends are like, "Oh, what do you want to do? Uh, tacos, taco, uh, taco Korean. Yeah. Oh, let's go get Korean tacos, or oh, let's go get Korean barbecue. Like it's one of those yeah. things now where it's like it's an really easy, it's easy to, to eat. Yeah, the millennial generation and the, the flavors crowd. are popping. They, they, like the hoisin flavors, the oyster flavors, kind of like pop in your mouth. Yeah. are actually pretty good. They're um, not your standard fucking Chinese food. I feel like the Korean barbecue would work well, like if it was a cinnamon sugar situation, but it was a dusting of like Korean spices versus like a sugary sweet kind of deal. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like if it had like that kind of like sticky kind of thing on it. Yeah, um, that you get. So like, like your the eel fingers sauce. are covered in dust. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I, I can get down like that. that. I definitely can get down with the umami flavor of that one. Uh, I, taco again. I feel like when people do taco flavor anything, it's just fucking cumin, and a little. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I feel like it is. So I can get rid of that one. Dill pickle, like we said, the buffalo hot wings. I think you need that one instead of fucking sriracha. Yeah, I think the buffalo hot wing would be interesting. Now, some, dip that in blue cheese. I think it'd be some great. Annie Ann's uh, locations actually have kind of like boosted their game up a little bit. So I know there's. There's a mall right by my house, um, Arundel Mills Mall. It's like one of the biggest malls on the East Coast. Uh, they have an Annie Ann's location where they have these like Bavarian stuffed pretzels. Ooh. And I haven't seen these at other Annie Ann's locations. So I think it's only like a handful, and it's like the more upscale Annie Ann's yeah, yeah. stores. So but saying- like, you know, they have like these. Uh, these pretzels that are like stuffed with like cheese or or whatever. That's where the s'mores one would be good. I feel like the s'mores would be good. The apple pie one, oh, I yeah, think, yeah. like you know, with like a dusting of like cinnamon on the outside, yeah, big ass bear with claw like, type one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like that's also where like you know something like a a uh, a buffalo wing one would work, yeah. where you have like a like a, a buffalo drizzle on the outside for the savory thing or like mm-hmm. a dusting yeah, yeah. of buffalo something and then have like a uh, like a melted blue cheese crumble yeah, or something on absolutely. the inside yeah, yeah, that I would pulls apart. I, I think that, I mean, you know, all those ideas are all either interesting pink, or good. All except for the pink lemonade. Fucking kill you on the pink lemonade. And sriracha. Fuck, fuck that. 
<laughs> so they're saying by by the time they this article the article I'm reading, they started with uh, twelve hundred flavors, got uh-huh. down to these ten, and then sriracha and s'mores are leading the way. Um. So next food story. Um. I'm not. I'm not even going to hide the fact that I have to pull it up on my phone. That's right. Um, a viral thief on Instagram who has gained a following after stealing things like food from fast food establishments was arrested in Florida after attempting to steal over $40 worth of donuts from a Dunkin' Donuts. The individual, who goes by the name of Boonk on social <laughs> media, was arrested after jumping the counter, taking a tray of donuts, and screaming, I'm the real fucking savage. He was given 60 days probation. Uh, Marcus, how do you feel about this news story? He's a piece of shit. This is just a complete piece of shit. So I did some more research on this guy. Um, apparently, like, this is a trend on Instagram and Snapchat. Like, people that do, like, these uh, these uh, stunt thief type things. Uh-huh. It's, like, kind of like a, like a jackass type thing. Like, you kind of do it on a dare. Thanks, jackass. Um, but he goes into establishments. He's He's been caught. Uh, he did it at Dunkin' Donuts. He's done it apparently at a Popeyes where he just stole like a whole tray of chicken. Um, this kid, he goes in smoking a blunt, screaming, I'm the real fucking savage, like jumping a counter. If you look at the Instagram video, the guy working at Dunkin' Donuts thinks it's the most charming thing. He's just like, go ahead, take the donuts. Because the guy apparently got arrested not long after. Um, uh, but what really bothers me is that there's a story about this guy uh, who was dared to hold up an Uber driver, and he whipped out a gun. Oh, he's a nice individual. Yeah, so it's like, while I think it's kind of funny when people do things like jump the counter and do something as like a prank or whatever, I feel like stealing takes it to the whole level, and also some of the other things that I've read about this guy, he's just a piece of shit. Uh, I'm going to say this now. I have tattoos and piercings all over my body. Anybody who has face tattoos, I'm not a huge fan. I don't suggest it. But, because, I mean, unless you're like Mike Tyson and have the balls or have the reputation where you can don't give a fuck because you're set for life type situation, when you have a weed leaf tattooed right by your eye, you're a piece of shit. Because <laughs> you're never going to be, I mean, listen, I'm looking at his photos and the pictures, and you're right, he just, I'm going to judge a book by a cover. He looks like a piece of shit, and then the more I'm reading... Shit, he says he's a piece of shit, dude. And then you tell me that he just held somebody up. That, that you're fucking with somebody's life, and you know, dude, like that's I, fucked up. So you're not stealing donuts. You pull like, the gun out. Like I don't want to really go into politics about this. One, I'm not surprised this happened in Florida. Florida is literally a cesspool. Um, <laughs> Florida died. Um, actually, funny story. I was at another podcast. I was watching a. I was at a, a live book, podcast yeah, yeah, at, a, at a comic book store because it, it was like a 20th anniversary Harry Potter thing. And uh, one of the things that I overheard someone say was, uh, what is there in Florida other than, um, like, meth heads, humidity, and Disney? Like, there's, no- <laughs> there's nothing there. Um, meth heads. But, but, I mean, I think this is outrageous. Um, I think 60 days probation is bullshit. I yeah. feel like, you know, with, like, the stuff that he's done on social media, and I understand that, like, there's room in the world for pranks. There's room in the world for stunts. But, like, when you start, like, taking it to that level where it's, like... It can harm somebody? Yeah, where it's, you're like, borderline dangerous. Or, like, when you're when it gets to a level where, like, you're taking, like, you know, instead of, like, maybe, like, $5 worth of shit. Like, when you're taking, like, $40, $50, $100 worth of stuff. 
like, dude, that shit adds up. And like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you need to spend like some real time evaluating. You need to go to get scared straight or some you shit. You need like to get that. a job. You yeah. Need, like, you need to find a hobby. I this <laughs> well, his hobby sucks. First of all, I mean, when you still say, let's say. 20 donuts you're pissing off the people in line the people who just made the donuts you're not you're pissing off many well, people thankfully days. this dunkin donuts location was empty like it, it yeah. looked like it was like at fucking eight o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever and no one's in there i think the but, thing i think besides his fucking shitty face tattoos i think the fact that he just screamed that he's the fucking savage i'm the real fucking savage i just think that just makes him the biggest piece of shit dude i'm the real and now you're a bag of dicks. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm the real fucking savage when it comes to cheeseburger eating competitions. I will fucking tear through some cheeseburgers. I ain't fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> one time, one time, I had 12 McDonald's cheeseburgers what the fuck is in wrong one with you? sitting. I was, well, well, how long was your sitting? I, uh, it was over the course of a few hours. Okay, well, that's not. What the fuck's like? Yeah. I, I go to all you eat buffets and eat the shit out of things because I'm paying for it. <laughs> um, so next food item, Taco Bell is running a new promo with this popular travel app called Lyft. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. I think I've heard of it once or twice. Um, users using the app can now go into a taco mode, which makes plans for the Lyft driver to stop at a nearby Taco Bell en route to the destination. <laughs> Currently, the only test market is Orange County, California. Of course it is. Marcus, <laughs> dude, I'm like... It's Uber Eats. <laughs> I really want this to become a thing in D.C. because, like, if I got in a Lyft... Because I was too inebriated to get to my friend's house or drive home. And you home. just did it right And I was like, yo, nearest Taco Bell's near Silver Spring. I oh, like. I mean, it's, listen, man. It's the Yum brand fucking kicking dick again. There was uh, another Yum brand story, too, that I that I thought about talking about. But we can do I, next I decided. Show. We can do the next show for you. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, it's Uber Eats. It's, it's, it's not a horrible idea. You know what I want to see? Not to get off topic, but the same thing. I want to see, like, Starbucks deliver. Because I would be ordering, I'd be a morning person. Well, it is Uber Eats or whatever. But I think the difference here is it's like you're super drunk. Apparently, it's only from the hours of like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, no, that's, see, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. That, it's only that. in that like four hour window. Oh, so it's not all day. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes it even better. Now I actually like the idea a lot. Like, I can get Because you're a little twisted, you're yeah. a little turnt, and then you're like, yo, fucking Taco Bell yeah. on the way there. I um, mean, yeah, that's actually. Fucking good for you, young brands. Go yeah, fuck, go fuck yourself. Taco Bell, again. good job, good job. Doing it again. Uh, last news story: uh, a Chrome extension has gone viral, featuring the now infamous dancing hot dog meme that debuted as a Snapchat filter. The extension, called Hot Dog Hell, replaces all images on your Facebook feed with a picture of the titular character in question. Marcus, how do you feel about dancing hot dogs? I don't even understand this. <laughs> it is everything. Everything in meme culture has led to this moment, and it's a dancing hot dog. Like, is this? I mean, I've seen it's it. It's a 3D animated hot dog, like it, getting down. But is this the best meme of all time? I think it's the best meme of all time. I think better than the, the mix, the make, the uh, fucking fucking Mountain Dew dancing baby dog elephant thing. You mean <laughs> uh, the, the puppy monkey baby? Whatever I think. I think it's uh, well. That wasn't necessarily a meme. That True. was that was just marketing. Um, I think this is up there with Harambe. I think this is up there with, with uh, Evil Kermit. What's evil? Oh, is that the one with the fucking? Yeah, that's the one where it's Darth like Vader type. Me, me to me. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like me. It's like 
It's like, oh, man. Or it's like me, wow, I should really start eating healthy. And then me to me, you're going to the drive-thru now. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Ron's wife. Um, Brad's wife. Brad's wife. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Brad. Sorry that I brought in Ron's wife into this conversation. Maybe they have fun together. Even <laughs> Maybe Brad and Ron both have wives that work at Cracker Barrel, and you know, I'm sure there's a Brad just, and Ron wife combination. Yeah, Brad and Ron, we want you on the show. We're going to interview you. Uh, nah, I think this is the meme to end all memes. I I think nothing will ever beat the dancing hot dog. It's my favorite thing that I've seen in a long time. Uh, I'm all about that life. And I'm all about this extension. I kind of want to do it. So it's on, on my Chrome. Friend. Yeah. So you download it. Um, and it's called Hot Dog Hell. It's free. And it just replaces every picture on your Facebook feed. Every what? single Can picture. you take it off after you do it? Yeah. yeah. Y- you can delete it, of course. But it is, it is amazing. I want a dancing hot dog in every picture. I don't know about you. That's so wild. That's the most American thing I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking hot dog and it's dancing. You know, aside from eating a, a big old apple pie out of fucking uh, uh, Uncle Sam's taint. That might have a little bit more class. While fireworks are blasting off in the background and Leonard Skinner's on a... Right there. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back with the pantry. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Zach Easter, and across from me, as always, is... Marcus Bradley Donovan. And I'm here to talk to you with Marcus about an amazing product. Are you excited to talk about this product, Marcus? <laughs> always excited. Always. So this product is pretty amazing, and it's a product that's a product. <laughs> well, if you've ever used this product, it's a really dope product, and I like using it in the mornings. And do you uh, do you know what else this product does? No. Um, it does things that uh, make you feel good. It can make you feel sad. It can uh, make you feel positive. It can make you feel negative. It can make you feel all kinds of feelings. I like to rub it all over my body. Uh, some people might get offended at the, th- uh, at the thought of you rubbing things all over your body, Marcus. They don't have to pay attention. They don't have to pay attention. I have a website. They don't need to pay for it. Uh, yeah, they just need to visit it. Or just come to my house. Yeah. It's called OneLoveMassive.com. Or visit OneLoveMassive.com for all the things happening here in D.C. All of the events, all of the music, all of the, the great podcasts. The editorials, the podcasts. There's so much We're going be, on at OneLoveMassive.com. We're going to be doing a lot more at this place, so uh, check us out. It's an amazing product. So you should check it out. Love the product. It's on the World Wide Web. You can visit it from anywhere. Rub it on my head. Visit from it on your phone. You can visit it in your dreams. You can do it everywhere. But if you do it anywhere, you you should probably ask permission because uh, consent is sexy, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so. ask for consent, then do it anywhere. OneLoveMassive.com. Love you. And we're back. For those of you who've been listening to our show from the get-go, you know about the pantry. This is our portion of the show where we get to list stuff or we just go into uh, bursts of utter nonsense. Uh, this week on the pantry with the KFC and McDonald's limited edition streetwear hitting the streets, we're going to talk about what our food-related gear would look like. Now, if you want context in terms of what I'm talking about, KFC just put out a limited edition uh, clothing line that's already started selling out um, with a, uh, a variety of pieces. And then 
with the uh, Mick delivery that happened uh, that started as of what we're recording today, started yesterday. Um, celebrate that for one day only if you did Mick delivery from certain locations across the United States. You would get um, free streetwear to wear, like things like pajamas or uh, hoodies or pants. Um, and it's super industry. Like, it's like some of the most uh, minimalist clothing that I've seen in a long time. Super limited edition. Yeah. Uh, they have a onesie with Big Macs all over yeah, it. That's like, that's oh, what I want that's in awesome. my life. That's awesome. um, so, going off of this idea of uh, branding and streetwear. Uh, Marcus is a chef. I'm a a uh, a food lover. Uh, I thought it would be interesting to see like what con- like what your designs would look like. Now I already have a bunch of socks. I have a sock fetish, and uh, I only ha- I already have socks. I have like pizza and donuts and tacos. Like I have the variety animals and shit. Um, so I would probably go down that same thing with shoes, like Chuck Taylor type with like. Pictures of donuts on them, you know, knives on them. So Vans, Vans famously does, you know, these late night snack collections, like every year, every other year. Um, I have the burger shoes that came out like two years. There's really burger shoes. Yeah, that's awesome. They're uh, they're low cut Vans and they're black and they have like cheeseburgers all over them. One of my cooks that I just fired actually had a egg and bacon shoes. Yeah, that's weird. Uh-huh. I actually would rock that. Um. But I, I think I have a, a pretty good idea of uh, what my stuff would look like. So uh, as a DJ and producer, like you have to think about merch or whatever. Um, what I've started calling people that are fans of what I'm doing um, or people that have been over time coming to more and more of my shows, um, I call them my burger fam. Yes, which ha- I think is a great idea. Ha- hashtag burger fam. Um, and I was thinking of a, uh, a long sleeve T-shirt with uh, burger fam um, written down the sides like, you know, Vertically, B U R G E, and then uh, on the uh, left breast, what would be the right breast if you were looking at me? Yes. Uh, on my left breast would be a uh, a pocket, um, but the pocket would be uh, shaped like a cheeseburger. I like it. I like it. Uh, with my head poking out. That's like behind creepy, the pocket, but kind of cute. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's my idea. For for a thing, and then obviously I w- I would want to get into like enamel pins and like no, I mean, all kinds of cool streetwear. I mean, you already shit, do the stickers and stuff, and you put them as pins or whatnot. You already have that kind of game flowing, which I kind of dig. The pizzas one I have, I actually have that on my. Before I really got to know you, I, I got that sticker, and it's like on one of my things that have all of my stickers. Mm-hmm. So you, you got me two, 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 three years ago. You got me. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I like listen being a chef. I like anything with food. Oh, I thought you were pounding me. Like, you no, no. <laughs> I'm not pounding you. You have to take me to dinner and a movie first. No, you got to take me to dinner. If you're pounding me, you're taking me to fucking dinner. No. Yes. That's not how it works. You got to pay for this. I'm not pounding you. Ever. It's never <laughs> happened. Never wanted that. Um, no, but, I mean, hell, I'm a walking billboard with the, all the food I have tattooed on my arm. So, I love anything that's food related. It's weird for me to see, like, the KFC and McDonald's, like, the big face of the colonel. I love the uh, the K. There's a KFC crew neck uh, sweatshirt that's uh, golden red, and it just in big letters it just says fried chicken. Yeah, I'm looking right at fried chicken USA. Yeah, now that's cool. Like I would rock that. I'm about that life, dog. And there's one. It's like a T-shirt that says you know Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's got it's white with the red outlines and stuff. That's cool. Like I can get down with that shit. I got a sriracha shirt, you know. So 
you know, I'll represent because you wear it before hipsters get a hold of it. I and want it, a uh, a button up shirt, like a Hawaiian button up shirt, <laughs> but cheeseburgers instead of, instead of Hawaiian imagery. I want like that's what that like cheeseburger people. What? I want cheeseburger that's what people we do. Holding surfboards. And Yo, stuff. that's what we do. We do a whole line of fucking like a banana or a fucking dancing hot dog or a fucking pizza like on beach scenes. So take out like the palm trees and shit and put insert food. Or or I want one of those bowling shirts where you know you have flames like on the front like a Guy Fieri yeah, bowling yeah, shirt. Yeah. Oh. But if, when you look really closely, the flames are actually like. Tacos or French fries, yeah. <laughs> and so like, so you're looking at it and you're like, oh, that's a flame bowling shirt, and then you look more closely, it's like, no, those are macro images of like fucking French fries and shit. Yeah, French fries, tacos. It's awesome. Actually, I love everything about that. Or, or it's flames. It's flames, like a red flame on one side and a yellow flame on the other side. Ketchup. But, like, right above the shoulders are, like, uh, ketchup and mustard, mustard squeezy bottles. Nice. And so, like, it's ketchup and mustard on the back and then, like, the flames on the other side. I like that. I like that. So yeah. When uh, Twilight came out. Guy Fieri, come at me, bro. No, he'll steal our come, idea. Come at Yo, bro, come at me, bro. He'll steal our idea. Bro. Didn't they have, come like, at me, bro. team fucking... Fucking what was Twilight? Team Richard or Team Howard or Team Team <laughs> Richard? <laughs> team, team Howard. That's the best. That's the best team I've ever. It's like it's like uh, you have Jacob who's like Wolf Boy. Okay, but then you have Team Howard who's just like <laughs> this very bookish nerdy librarian type. <laughs> it's like Howard, go breed a, beat him up. He's like, oh, I just want to finish reading Pride and Prejudice. I'm like halfway in. What was his name? Team. I wanna. I wanna know if you know Elizabeth Bennett's gonna hook up with Mister Darcy or not. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want that in my life. Okay. I need to know. Howard <laughs> the Vampire. Howard the Duck. Howard. Howard the Vampire Duck. <laughs> <laughs> quack quack. Suck my blood. Quack quack. Howard the Duck was a great movie. No, it's what? <laughs> it was a great. What? It was a great what movie. are you talking about? I was an eight-year-old kid and so, that. It's so bad. I need to watch it again. So I haven't seen it in probably thirty bad. years, so it'd be fun to watch it's it. It's terrible. You you have just lost ninety percent of our audience by saying Howard the Duck's a good movie. I was a fucking eight-year-old kid when that movie came out. I loved that movie. Okay, I even even, even as an eight-year-old, you need to have some kind of taste. It was a duck. I, I, I wanted know, a duck as a friend. I know eight-year-olds who look have at cell Transformers and go, "That's a shit movie." Like, okay, eight years old now, eight years old in the fucking eighties. Howard the Duck, the moving quack quacker, was fucking all awesome. Right. How how were you all about Howard? Like. You shouldn't have been about Howard the Duck. Not telling you how you should have lived your life as a child, but you should have been like, fuck Howard the Duck. Raiders of the Lost Ark, son. Never saw Soldier it. Guys, son. Still haven't seen it. E.T., son. Uh, you know what I was into? Eddie Murphy Brawl and Delirious. That's the shit I At watched. Eight as a kid. years old. Yes, I had the Two Live Crews Nasty Want to Be album. I had Easy E's and the NWA. I had an older brother and older cousin, so I would get like shit when they were done with it. So, yeah. If you want to know why it costs like a sailor, that's you can blame Eddie Murphy. Just saying. So anyway, I was thinking about Team Ketchup or Team Mustard. That's where <laughs> this original talk came from, and Team Howard popped up. Team Howard. 
No, Team Edward, Team Jake. Team Edward. See, it was close. Howard Edward's close enough. Ed, like, I feel like Edward would have, though, that, like, cousin who's, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. kind of a dick. It, like, Edward's, like, trying to be brooding with Bella or whatever. I, yeah, I know all the names of all the characters. Trying to Sorry, be, like, super movie. brooding. It's <laughs> I think your idea of good and my idea of good. I've never too. seen any of them. So how, how do you know it's a good movie? People say it was good. I don't know. Dick. So uh, I have a pencil. Edward's, like, trying to be brooding with Bella, like, Bella, I love you. And then, like, his cousin, let's just call him, like, Jake. Like, Jake shows up, and he's just like, Eddie, what's up, bro? And, like, putting him in a chokehold and giving him noogies and shit. Like, you know that there has to be that asshole cousin. And in the Cullen fam, like, there needs to be, like, that guy is like, oh, fuck, Jake is here. God damn it. He's like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, I just came here from Hawaii, had those tubular wives. It was great. So now he went from a jock to a fucking <laughs> mahalo. <laughs> mahalo. That's my favorite thing to do right now. It evolved from a joke where like I would just say mahalo all the time like with me and Carly and now it's just evolved to like like whenever I see someone doing something kind of broy, it's it's now unintelligible garbage. Mahalo. And the, yeah, it's it's now evolved from like mahalo to like whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, like just unintelligible just oh like fucking uh, like choking on a dick sound well <laughs> dude the best thing so so but i'll bring i'll bring it back in um i watched all the san diego comic-con coverage okay and jason Momo plays aquaman okay he's big jason momoa is a big guy but uh if you know anything about jason momoa um he's like He's from Hawaii, um, so he comes from a surfer family. Like he's hella broy. He's yeah. got he's got the long oh, hair. Yeah. He's got the tattoos, right? Um, and as Aquaman, he's like the perfect Aquaman, um, and he's been the highlight of all the Justice League promo stuff. Yeah, because yeah. he's got that like kind of bro vibe to it. Uh, in one of the trailers, uh, he shows up uh, at. Uh, Gotham PD or whatever on the roof uh, with the bat signal or whatever. Oh no shit! And uh, he so shows he shows up, and uh, uh, Gordon turns to Batman and is like, "Oh, I see you've made some new friends." And Aquaman looks at Batman for the first time in his bat suit. And he's like, "So you dress like a bat? I dig it." <laughs> and he just like walks by. So wait, that movie's not out yet, right? No, no, it's not out. So it's just trailers. It's just trailers. Um, but like he's got this like <laughs> super broy vibe about it. And like even on stage at Comic Con this year, he was wearing like a linen shirt that was like only buttoned up like two buttons up. When you look like that, open, you could do that. And, and like his hair is all wild and stuff. Uh. He's not wearing shoes. And he's got his pants rolled up a little bit. Right, he's and a he's douche. <laughs> no, dude, he's super broy. He like he showed up and uh I think at one point and I could be making this up, um, but at one point he was like, Yeah, as Aquaman I get to do some pretty cool fish stuff. It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like Jason Momoa is the dude. He is the best like thing about the DC universe. Period. That's so awesome. It's hella broy. When is this coming out? Uh, I have no idea. But it, it that's Aquaman's going to be the best. Which I never thought I would ever say because I'm such Aquaman. a Batman, <laughs> such a Batman fanboy. But Aquaman's going to be like the dope, the dope thing. Anyway, 
Back to what we were talking about earlier. Ketchup. Ketchup, mustard, team ketchup, team mustard. Uh, I'm I'm team ketchup all the way. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, well, now now as I get older, I'm team mustard probably. But not that yellow mustard bullshit. It's got to be like whole grain or Dijon. It's gotta be You're that asshole that yep. spent the extra dollar for Grey Poupon, aren't you? Yes. And a yes, bottle that's half the size of all the yes. other bottles. Yes, I am. Do you have any Grey Poupon? I don't think I have it in my house right now. Pardon uh, me, sir. Do, do you have, have any Grey Poupon? I used to love those fucking commercials. About the time when Howard the Duck came out, those commercials were the coolest. Just saying. I don't know if you remember that time. We didn't have much on TV. We had like three channels. It snowed all the time. I didn't have any shoes. It was fucked. That's those old ass fries. <laughs> well, we're going to eat some of these fries in just a minute. We're going to take a break. And then we're going to come back with our Eat of the Week. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Zach Easter, and across from me, as always, is... The pasteurized chef, Marcus Bradley Donovan. And we are here to talk about a wonderful podcast here as part of the OLM Creative Factories One Love Massive Podcast. What is the name of the show? Chopping It Up. And Chopping It Up is an amazing show where Molly Rulin, the CEO of My Home Girl. Massive, our home girl, My home Mama girl. Bear... She sits down with movers and shakers and entrepreneurs here based in the D.C. area and talking about their life stories and things that are relevant here to D.C. Is anything related to fashion, music, what's going on in nightlife, uh, what's going on in cannabis culture? Because yeah. D.C. is is a very yeah. cannabis-oriented city. Hey, hey we're uh, movers and shakers of the weed world. Yeah, we're movers and shakers. We will help move and shake you into a positive state of consciousness. Yeah, so check out the new show uh, that comes out weekly. Yep. Listen to Molly Rulin. Sit down. Maybe some Jameson's involved. Ooh, some? Who knows? It's like they're sitting on the front stoop, just shooting shit late at night, Me and having heart tarts. Bottle to bottle. Bottle to bottle. Clang, clang. Warriors. Clang, clang. What, what? So check out the show, Chopping It Up. Comes out every Monday as part of the OLM Creative Factory's OLM podcast. Uh, let's get back to Get Fed, shall we? In three, two, one. And we're back. For those of you who've been listening to our show from the get-go, you know about our Eat of the Week. This is the portion of the show where we try out something new from a fast food or fast casual joint or something that's new in stores, and we break it down for you here on the show. It's uh, it's our foodie part of the show. Not that the rest of the show isn't a foodie part of the show, but this is the part of the show where we actually eat the food. This is your mukbang uh, ASMR portion of the show. Marcus, uh, you are a terrible human. and I'm always a terrible human. You are always a terrible human, uh, which is why I'm really going uh, to put you through the ringer this week. Do tell. Do tell. So uh, we talked about it last week that McDonald's was debuting their new uh, Sriracha Mac sauce. And they screwed me. They didn't give it to me. They didn't give it to you last week. Well, I went and I got some today. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a compare and contrast this episode. So I have original Big Mac sauce, the OG Big Mac sauce, OG. and I have the Sriracha Big Mac sauce. And uh, this is kind of cute. I was getting ready to say it's in a cute little package and it's a, the Mac sauce. So it's, uh, quote unquote, super limited edition, according to uh, everything that I saw in the drive through and in the, uh, the pictures in uh, the McDonald's window. Um, I think it's limited because of the kale. 
<laughs> uh, kale's not in this, um, but I think it's limited because oh, so the sauce is just the sauce. It's just the sauce is uh, a limited edition thing. Um, it comes in cute little packaging, which really nails home the the idea that it's a special product. Usually, the sauces at McDonald's they come in a uh, a white container with a colorful top. Uh, this comes in a black container with regal gold and red lettering. I didn't even realize. Um, I just thought it was the sauce was dark, so it was the clear, but no, it's black. Yeah, this is uh, very cute. Um, so, yeah. I feel like Willy Wonka with the gold star, the gold little... You feel like you've gotten the golden ticket? I got the golden ticket. That's it, the golden ticket. Yeah. This is a brilliant I piece have. of marketing, just like in terms of uh, the look and the style of it. It looks very sleek, very modern. Um, but that says nothing about how it's going to taste. Let's so, get this show on the fucking road. I've said it before. Um, I think Sriracha is incredibly overrated. Um, I am a fan of the original Big Mac sauce a lot. You're just a fan of the Big Mac. I love the Big Mac. I think it's the perfect uh, fast food cheeseburger. Uh, so let's uh, pop open the lid on the uh, the original uh Big Mac sauce. They charge me thirty cents for Big Mac sauce. Fun fact. That's they, not bad. They ring it up as syrup. All right. So I just like the uh, the package top. So it's, it's just a Big Mac sauce with sriracha. I I really wish that you had tried the original Big Mac sauce first before going into this. It's, it's Thousand Island. Hmm. All right. So you forget I have a palate. I, this is what I do for a living. <laughs> it tastes multiple sauces at the same All right, time. So, so grab some French fries. See now you're just. Do Do I have to like walk you through this like a child, Marcus? <laughs> no, spicy first. That's how it should should be, right? No. Yeah. Original first, then spicy. The fries taste G- wonderful. Give me, give me the original. Oh, you don't have one. No. They would only give me one. <laughs> they would only give you they're, one. They're, they're fucking stingy <laughs> at McDonald's. Maybe you need to teach them about life. Okay, so that's the OG Mac sauce that I grew up with. You get that tang from the pickly relish that you've got in there. It's creamy. Um, it's got just the right amount of salt. It's Thousand Island vinegar. It's very eggy. I love it, man. I, I love that. I, I don't understand how you like the eggy flavor. Um, and now, the Mac Sriracha sauce. With the air conditioner in the background. I love that air conditioner. Fuck it. It's good. I mean. No. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's bad. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's terrible. It's oh, God, no. You got another secret in that bag? What you got going on there? I got, I got some, <laughs> yeah, some, more some air. bag fries. Oh, God. The bag fries are the best. Oh, no. The bag fries or the fries you find underneath your car seat are the best in the I world. I need to get that sriracha taste out of my mouth with the, the regular Big Mac sauce. Good God. I mean, you're on the street. There's some hookers out there. Mm. Now, that's not a bad... Listen, the Big Mac sauce to me isn't that fantastic anyway. Oh, God. It's, a, it's, just, it's just sriracha. You just don't like the spice. That spice is kicking your ass. No. I don't... Mu- <laughs> I feel like sriracha is overrated in general, and I can handle sriracha. It's very low on the Scoville scale; like it's around that Tabasco level. It's not a big deal, as they famously say on First We Feast every every week. Sriracha, it's no big deal. Um, but I feel like it overwhelms the OG Big Mac sauce. So if you're melding two flavors together, 
you should still have a little bit of that Big Mac sauce component, and you get a, a hint of that creaminess, but none of that relish powers through. None of that, like, pickly, vinegary taste comes through. It's just, I feel like it's just an overwhelming you just, pushback from the sriracha. See, I'm going to disagree, because, I mean, this is where our palates differ. I can separate the spice out of it. I can taste the relish. I can taste the tanginess. I can taste the egginess. I can taste the Big Mac sauce all the way through. And to me, it just has a hint of sriracha flavor. It's got that little bit of a spice, you know, and that's, uh, I mean, I think it this is this it. is more dedicated to me. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, my palate's a little bit more on the higher on the sophisticated scale because I have to break down sauce flavors. And I have to be able to tell what's in things. And this, you know, I, I see what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Taste aside, just look at the difference between what's in the cup that they gave us like in terms of the look versus the sriracha. The sriracha doesn't have the pickles, the, the, the chunks of the pickles in there. Yeah, or the onions. Uh, yeah. So it's like, as far as flavor profile goes, I see a huge difference. There's nothing Big Mac saucy about this to me. Okay. It just feels like a creamy sriracha dressing. It doesn't taste like a Big Mac sauce with a, a hint of sriracha, which is what I think they're trying to do. Well, and it's definitely not a hint of sriracha. It is a sriracha Big Mac sauce. I, I mean, there's nothing Big Mac sauce about this to me. I I can I mean to me the person who doesn't eat it all the time or doesn't eat this sauce because you do love the Big Mac, I can clearly taste the Big Mac sauce with sriracha on top of it. Um, I think it's a terrible flavor combination. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I just I like the tang. I would do I would do it without the pickles because the pickles that texture the a little bit of the pickles I do get, I'm not a fan of. I don't really care. But I I mean. I'm not a fan of Thousand Islands anyway, so it's not like uh, I would order this again. I would never order it. Um, but you like this. I don't mind it. I don't think it's a Big Mac sauce, I think, but I can taste the levels of the Big Mac sauce in it. To me, it doesn't do anything for me. I taste the, the complexity of all the sauces that make one sauce. I could do without it. I just don't like the cream-based sauce. It, to me, when I want sriracha, it's my sriracha. So you want something that's a, a little bit more liquidy? Any kind of sriracha honey sauce, for yeah, fuck's sake. Yeah, like that, that. That on a, a chicken sandwich is always going to be a winner for me. Or, you know, just like a sriracha honey dipping sauce, I would eat yeah, that. Like yeah. if it had the the consistency of like Chick-fil-A's Polynesian sauce, yes, which is a yes. little bit runnier. The corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> just the corn syrup. Yeah, I'd, I'd be totally down for it. But this is just like... Meh. No, I, yeah. I can't. I, I can't get behind this. It gets a one out of four for me. Um, you know, actually point five out of four. I think it, it's just like maybe I'm just jaded because of my love for the Big Mac and like how OG that sauce is and how well it works with so many different things. You can put that Big Mac sauce on any McDonald's item aside from their breakfast items on any of their uh, apple pie. No, I'm joking, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Jesus, I was in a train of thought, and now like you're breaking up my train of thought. Um, but the uh, what I was gonna try and say is that you can put the OG Big Mac sauce on any burger or or sandwich or French fries, and it works very well. Um, it's, yeah, uh, but you know, it, you shouldn't fuck with it. Um, and as a result, I I feel like this is just, you know, I just feel like you're pissed off at it. Yeah, like like I am. You're mad. Of, you're mad as fuck at this. I'm I'm mad aff at this. Yeah. Mad um. Aff. Good for you. You should be. You uh, should write them an email to get us some more free shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, fuck how yourself. about you? What are you gonna rate this? Because uh, I feel like you're gonna rate this a little higher nope. than me. 
Nope. No. No. You, no. So what are you going to give it? A quarter. Mm. <laughs> Do tell. Why? Because, I mean, it's not a good sauce. I mean, I can I dis, I, I can taste it. So I disagree where I can tell. I can separate all the flavors. I can taste the Big Mac sauce. I can taste the sriracha sauce. It's fine. Um, one, you're right. It's two, three years too late. Um, I was doing a sauce like this fucking ten years ago. So... And I'm kind of over the creamy, spicy sauces. Like, that doesn't do anything for me. Like I said, and you said, I like the Ponzanisa sauce from fucking Chick-fil-A, the corn syrup shit when I think of honey or think of sriracha. Um, not a fan of the Big Mac sauce in the first place because um, I grew up, I think, because my mom beat me to death with fucking Thousand Island sauce because uh-huh. that's all the fuck she can make. Um, it just it doesn't do shit for me. Um, you can put it on French fries. You can put it on a burger. Maybe on a burger... With other things, I would like it as a combination of flavors, but I don't really. I'm not a fan of mayonnaise sauce, base mayonnaise sauces anymore because they dehydrate you. They make my mouth like like when I eat, I like the full experience. Like I like to eat the food, get the pleasure of the food, and then how I feel afterwards. This I'm gonna be smacking my lips for the rest of the day now because of the sauce. So that pisses me off. Well, uh, that wraps up that food review. For those of you listening to the show, have you tried the new sriracha mac sauce? If you have, hit us up on social media at Get Fed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Um, or uh, send us your stories at GetFedPodcast at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what your reaction is to this. Um, if you disagree with me, yeah, fuck you. Yo, this is Zach from Get Fed, and right across from me, as always, is... The Passerai Chef, Marcus Bradley Dunham. And we're here to tell you about a brand new show that is produced by the OLM Creative Factory. That's us. Yeah, it's the people that produce this podcast, and they produce other podcasts, too. Awesome podcast. We do it all the time, and it's great. It's yeah. great. And they tell stories about people from D.C. related to things that are D.C. that could also relate to you abroad and other people, just not broads. Well, could be broads. <laughs> uh, but we're here to tell you about a brand new show. It's called Insert Name Here, and it's co-hosted by Scott Remley and Ian Taranji. It is a political podcast. Which is a really funny podcast, though. And they talk about things that are political that are happening here behind closed doors in D.C. and how it relates to you. And us. And us. The and commoners. The serfs here here in the country. And they're actually insiders. The D.C. insiders don't let them trip through. So they know everything and all the jargon and all that good stuff that we can't really talk, talk about. Because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So why don't you just listen to them talk about it? And you'll enjoy it. Yeah, new episodes come out every Monday. Every Monday. And I'm actually sitting in the chair that one of them sits in. Yeah, it's, it's part of the, the OLM podcast thingy. It's one yeah. of those podcasts. Yeah, we're good at that. Yeah. So uh, that, 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 that was a pretty good drop, right? I like that. It was my first one. It was pretty good. We did good together. Yeah. We should do a show. I'm, I'm glad that you uh, spread your wings. We should, yeah, we should, let's do a show together. Uh, we should. Let's uh, get back to it. Let's get back to it in three, two, one. Today on our show, we are traveling in time because we are pre-recording this show a couple weeks ahead of time i am not going to be in the building but we wanted to have an episode prepared for you so we have something super special today what what as always this is get fed your go-to resource for food porn and other nonsense produced by the one love massive creative factory i am zach easter and across from me as always is i am the marcus bradley donovan the pasteurized chef himself so this episode is going to be a little bit different we're only doing a food review this uh this week um 
And uh, we we pretty much got the hookup uh, for hook this up. one. This is um, a this is a foreseen future. Yeah, I hope yeah. that keeps happening. Uh, major shout out to the team at Shake Shack. What up, Shake Shack? Uh, they have a brand new menu item coming out. It's their take on the Nashville hot chicken sandwich. And you know I love fucking it Nashville. Debuts on August first. This episode will be aired a few days after that. But we wanted to have something prepared so that. When you hear this episode, it's still brand new. It's fresh in everyone's minds, and you get our input on it. Yeah. Chef Teddy, this is for you. Yeah. So we're getting uh, the hookup a few days early before this sandwich comes out, Uh, and I'm pretty excited. I am, too, because it looks really good. It definitely looks good, and I love crinkle fries. (laughs) So So the the Nashville hot sandwich, we've we've had Nashville hot chicken here on the show before from KFC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. there's definitely like a certain uh, level of power, level of heat involved in it. I'm sure that's what Marcus is going to be I can't looking wait. out for. Yes, yes, uh, yes. This sandwich uh, has a few things going for it. It has the uh, the buttered Martin's potato roll. It's got a spicy uh, fried chicken breast on it. It has uh, house-made pickles. It also has a coleslaw that has buffalo sauce in the coleslaw. What? I like the coleslaw. Um, it looks... Along with an aioli of sorts. Uh, it looks incredible. It re- it really it looks like something I would make. It looks like high. Drink. It looks like high art, honestly. So they hooked us up with free French fries. They were just like, "Yo, you want fries?" I was like, "Sure, I'll take them." Um, I'm really excited to bite into this. Marcus, you pick a sandwich for I'm yourself. I'm taking the big one. You're taking the big one. Actually, yeah. All right. I love their little packets. These things are so neat. Uh, so the presentation is always really nice. It comes in like a a little. A little wax paper uh, ditty. It's kind of like if you imagined a uh, a a forty from a liquor <laughs> store in a paper bag, but instead of a forty, that's a that's a that's a good way of putting it. Actually, get drunk off your fried food, homie. This looks amazing. Um, I'm just gonna tear into it. You know, I never noticed they don't cut the back end of their sandwiches. Uh, there's a reason for that. I mean, I can tell with this right. Here. They don't want everything to soak in through uh, the back. You don't want to drop anything. That's a big piece of chicken. All right. Right off the cusp. Let's see. They didn't give us any napkins. So. <laughs> Hold on. Um. We're kind of on our own with the napkin game. Whoa. Whoa. Goodness gracious. Marcus is running to go get napkins at the moment. Because this is, in fact, a little bit of a messy sandwich. The coleslaw, because of the creaminess and because of the liquid factor in the the coleslaw, it creates, like, a bit of a sloppy factor. Um, these had been sitting uh, in a bag in my car. It took about 10 minutes to drive here. And in that time, the coleslaw started to seep through the back of the Martin's bun. If we had eaten these right off the bat, it probably wouldn't have happened that way. But, as it stands, it did create a bit of a mess. Uh, Just in terms of flavor profile that we have going on here, you can taste the buffalo sauce, the hot sauce, in uh, the coleslaw. It definitely, it's not there at first. It definitely takes a moment to seep in. It's a nice level of heat. It's not super overpowering. Uh, but it's there. It tingles. It puts your mouth on fire a little bit. The creaminess of the coleslaw works really well. 
with uh, the crunch of the chicken, the crisp of the pickle, and the buttery, soft nature of the Martin's potato roll. Uh, the chicken is very well seasoned. It doesn't taste overly salty. I, f- I feel like as much as I love Chick-fil-A, the one complaint that I have about Chick-fil-A is that you can definitely taste the the sodium level in the chicken, and you can feel it start to clog your arteries. <laughs> Whereas this, it's a very mild level of, uh, of, of salt. It's there, but it's not like in your face. I am very pleasantly surprised with the amount of balance between heat and uh, lighter, crispier, refreshing uh, components of this, like the, the coleslaw and the pickle. Did you see them dip it in the oil? No, or why? Or is it just like in the batter? Because usually with Nashville, hot chicken, it's usually dipped or kind of sauced pretty heavily. I think it's in the buttermilk. That's, yeah, I'm thinking it's either like it's in the batter itself. Um, I like this as a sandwich. Um, I think it's a great spicy chicken sandwich. I like the coleslaw. I do enjoy the uh, the buffalo in it. I love the pickles. I love the crunchiness of the chicken, fried chicken, with the soft doughiness of the uh, the Martin's roll. Like a great combination, a great flavor. Um, so I enjoy. I think it's a great chicken sandwich, and I like what you're saying about the sodium. It doesn't have a high level of salt in it. But you're, I can, I can already hear it in your voice. Oh you yeah, don't think this is a Nashville. This hot. is absolutely not a Nashville hot chicken. Um, as a fried chicken sandwich with some spice, this is great. It, on that point, I mean, it's a four, three and a half, four. It's a great sandwich. Uh, how much do you pay for this? All right, wait. Well, how much would you have paid for it? Um, I believe this sandwich is somewhere in the ballpark of five to six dollars. Oh, fuck yeah! I, that's a four then. That's a home run. That, at, this with the fries. That's a number. That's a four out of four. This is, this is a four all day. All day. All day at four. But, um, but this is easily as much as I love Shake Shack burgers. I think they. This is, this they, along with In-N-Out, kind of like corner the market in terms of quality cheeseburgers. This Chick-fil-A, I'm sorry, dude. Your your spicy chicken sandwich used to be my favorite spicy chicken sandwich. This is great. This this takes the cake. This I mean, this is by far the best. It's probably the best thing we've fast had. Fast food style uh, spicy chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. Like that coleslaw is great. I could eat a pound of that coleslaw on its own. And you know what's great about that coleslaw? Again. It's creamy at first. Yeah. It's creamy. But because they mix it in with hot sauce, it's like, get some mayonnaise, get some apple cider vinegar or something else in there, and then they ratchet up the heat. Like, the heat, like, I'm not lying to you when I say this is a spicy chicken sandwich. But whereas that queso burger that we have last week, where it was just all spice, like super front-loaded. Yeah. This has like it sneaks up on you a little bit. It's got some balance. To it's it. it's there, and I can feel it in my mouth, and I can feel it. But it's not killing you. It's not killing me, because because everything feels like all the elements complement one another in yeah. a very tactile, tactful way. I'm 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 highly impressed with the sandwich as a whole. I am like major shout out to Shake Shack for giving us this opportunity to review the sandwich yeah. a little bit ahead Thank of time. You. But I'm telling you, like, I'm going to be buying, like, ten of these. Yeah, absolutely. I, would, I would. I mean, there's a Shake Shack, like we said, in the MGM. So I see my lunch for the next week because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. Really good. Um, a little disappointed that it's. I don't have that natural heat or that style of oil-based, like, sauce. You know, it, take that away. 
like I said, it's a thrill. Well, it's their, it's their take. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm not busting their balls or crushing them on this. So they could have they could have went like, listen, we could have gone the traditional Nashville hot chicken route where we make like an an oil based kind of thing, toss the chicken in it. But we're doing it in the batter instead. We're gonna put it in the batter. We're gonna put a little more heat in the coleslaw that we're gonna put on the yeah. sandwich. Like they were thinking about all okay, right, these people that are eating the sandwich oh, want yeah. that heat level mm-hmm. that ratchets up over time. Because I'm telling you right now, as I'm talking, it's, that it's, heat it's still is sta- slowly mm-hmm. dialing up. It's a creeper. It's what we. It's yeah. a creeper. Oh yeah, it's got. I mean, doesn't have me, but I can definitely feel it back there, and I like it. I enjoy this. So I mean, like I said, I love this sandwich. This is actually, you know, I I had Shake Shack for the first time like a month or two ago, and ever since then it's just kind of, I'm impressed with the quality of the food, like. The ingredients are really good. The, there's their philosophy. The people who, like, even their employees at the checkout are super, super stoked and nice. They, like, want to be there. So that makes the experience even better. Like, it's not like that ratchet place on New York that I will not speak of anymore. New York Avenue, fuck face. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's like, this is a really good quality sandwich. And probably the best thing I've had from Shake Shack. And I've had some good shit from Shake Shack. I think by far this is maybe one of the best things we've had on the show. Yeah, uh, this is definitely. a four all day for me. It's a home run, Shake Shack. You did your job. You came in hot, literally. You <laughs> brought the heat. You said, "Oh, you want a spicy chicken sandwich? Nashville hot's all the rage at the moment. Let's see what we can do." And, and you, you came. It. You brought your A game, and for that we applaud you. Good job. You've done very well. It's my golf clap. Um, I was. I was a little worried with this. Um, Sean Evans from First We Feast, he went in. He tried this a few days early, a while back. That's how I found out about the hot chicken sandwich. I said, that's amazing. Let's see if we can make something happen. Sean Evans' review, he said, yeah, there's some heat there. It's really nice. It's a really balanced sandwich. Um, He's kind of a heat connoisseur. He eats atomic hot sauce. Um, We should be friends. So... You know, he said it's a little mild, and with that in mind, I was like, his version of mild is probably my version of incredibly hot. Yeah. So I'm actually very. So you're worried on that? So yeah, yeah. I'm very impressed that this is so like lightly it's, balanced. It's very edible. Like it's yes. it's not like the hot. Like sometimes with Nashville, it can be like, oh shit, this is just too hot. Like give me a beer. Like I need to drink something down. Give me. I'm just happy that I can taste each individual flavor. Yeah. And it's not just full-on fuck-my-mouth spice. I mean, I love this coleslaw. This coleslaw is fucking great. Like, I give this coleslaw a five. <laughs> like, Are you going to start putting hot sauce in your coleslaw? I probably do it. I, I do it with sriracha. I probably do it, in a sense. I, um, I'm i not a big fan of mayonnaise-based coleslaw, so I like to do, like, a rice vinegar kind of, like... I think this is mayonnaise, and then they put some Frank's Red Hot. I could be wrong. I like putting a little sour cream in mine. Um... Well, that wraps up this food review. Um, I'm, I'm. You look right. You look ready to go to the beach, man. I'm excited for you. Well, that wraps up another episode of Get Fed, your go-to resource for food porn and other nonsense. Marcus, where can the good people of the internet find you? Pastorized Chef on Facebook and Marcus two seven six seven on Twitter. And you can find me Zach Eser on all socials Z A C H E S E R on that Twitter, that Instagram, that Facebook. What what? And reach out on me. Reach out on me. Foursquare. Go go ahead. Touch me. Reach out on me. Find me. Console me. (laughs) 
SoundCloud.com backslash Zach Easter music or just search Zach Easter on SoundCloud if you want to see all the music that I'm working on. This is Get Fed, produced by the One Love Massive Creative Factory. And as always, keep it saucy, keep it sexy. Love you. Love you.